We're talking the South African Foundation for Islamic Art with uh, Shabuddin Romani, who is a trustee. Uh, welcome to the show, Shabuddin. How are you doing? Very well, Bridget. Thank you very much for having me. Fantastic. Cape Town is fantastic. Weather's been brilliant. And people are good. So Don't, show Don't show off. Don't show off. I thought I'd get you on that one. <laughs> Let, let's talk Islamic art. I think we've sort of touched on it many, many moons ago on the show, uh, very briefly. Yes. But it is a, a, a sort of a sub-genre, and we've just come out of a conversation around inclusivity. Um, it is a subgenre of visual arts that a lot of people uh, haven't really interacted with or are not even familiar uh, with the stories that are being being told and and the the sort of the legacy and the heritage that that is being brought to to audiences. Yeah, maybe if you could start at the legacy and heritage, but I think that's quite quite important. Mm. So many people, um, maybe most people would know that. Uh, are you still there? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I'm still here. Yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> many, many people would know that um, the first uh, lot of uh, Islamic people, Muslim people, were brought to South Africa as slaves mm. uh, by the Dutch East India Company. This is in the kind of late 17th uh, century, yeah. uh, about 20, 30 years after supposedly uh, our, our good friend uh, Jan van Riebeek landed here. Mm. Uh, and um, with the aid of the Dutch East India Company at the time, uh, they used to bring in slaves to do what what was, what was required. We won't go into that for now. But what was interesting was that some of the people who came with them were uh, were calligraphies of uh, calligraphers rather mm. of note. And uh, because they came from the, the, the then Indonesian archipelago, uh, they had interacted and used to speak the kind of Dutch that was spoken at the time mm. uh, in in and around those areas. So when they were brought here. Uh, in groups, uh, they started to interact, obviously, uh, with both the locals and spoke the, the uh, what was then uh, the, the Afrikaans or, or Dutch language. Mm. And interestingly, the first Afrikaans was wrote in Arabic calligraphy. So oh. if you, yes, so if you wrote, what um, uh, is your name, mm. was written in Arabic uh, script, uh, in other words. So the first Afrikaans, and there are books here with local historians, Mm. Uh, where if you read the Arabic, you're actually reading Afrikaans. If you oh. read it. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that's with a number of people. So lots, lots of books were written, handwritten, in fact, uh, in those days uh, by uh, the, 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 the uh, Muslim slaves who were brought here. Mm. And that tradition uh, was they maintained over the years, uh, well, I mean, over 300, 350 years now, uh, by uh, the, the Muslim community uh, across South Africa, but initially, obviously, at the Cape. Mm. Which later spread as as uh, more and more uh, Islamic peoples, people from uh, the the uh, particularly the uh, west coast of India, uh, who were Muslims, were also brought uh, across uh, the oceans to South Africa as slaves to work on the sugarcane fields in in mainly in Cape mm. and many of them been uh, located to other parts of the country. So you find uh, smattering of other people, uh, other Muslim people in in all the other provinces. Uh, today mm. and with that obviously came the the the, uh, the script in which the Quran is written mainly. Mm. Now you, you you may know or may not know for that matter that uh, in Islamic uh, art we're not allowed to to display any kinds of human images oh. uh, of, of 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 any kind, right? So so um, and that almost kind of um, allowed people to explore different contexts, different textures. Of, of uh, ha- having their own kind of art 
that then starts to emerge across the world for that matter. Mm. And they're largely around the Arabic letters and Arabic script. Mm. So Arabic calligraphy then becomes um, uh, almost an art form uh, that, that uh, was, was developed as, as time went along. And today there are masters in these art forms across the world, from uh, the uh, Indonesian, the Far East Indonesian, Malaysian archipelago, right across to the American continents where there are artists who practice this particular art. We in South Africa are fortunate in that, particularly in the Cape, um, we've got uh, practitioners of the uh, Islamic art form mm. uh, that, that that's kind of maintained this t- uh, tradition over the years and have started to specialize uh, in the art form. So the, the, a number of the mosques across the country mm. uh, have calligraphy within the mosques that have been designed and installed by particularly a person called Ahmad Sony, okay. uh, who started uh, the, the art form uh, in, in a more kind of constructive way uh, a number of years ago. And he's, he's kind of the founder of the South African Foundation for Islamic Art. Very, inter- very, very interesting stuff. I mean, already you, you, you are right to assume that, uh, you know, I had no idea, for instance, um, that there was no exploration of, of any kind of human imagery in as far as Islamic art is concerned. But I can also understand why, uh, you know, understanding a little bit and having understanding a little bit of, of sort of the base yes, yes. of the religion. Um, is this still the case in, in sort of a contemporary world? Um, are we seeing still sort of um, um, holding on to, to the more traditional calligraphy art form? Or are we now merging, I don't know, a, a, an interpretation perhaps that's a little bit broader and a little bit, um, I guess, more contemporary to some of the work that's oh, yeah. being produced now? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the artists, to give you an example, you may have an artist who uses Arabic calligraphy and has on, on the temp- on, on the, um, uh, the canvas mm. uh, an image of, let's say, Table Mountain. But mm. the, the Table Mountain, the design of Table Mountain is done with the use of calligraphy, mm-hmm. for example. So, so and, and the, the color, the pastel shades, the color schemes, and so on, are absolutely explosive in terms of the interpretation of of the art form. In in, in depending on who the artist is, obviously, mm. and they, there's there's a constant move to explore more and more uh, different art forms. In fact, uh, what the foundation is trying to do is to start incorporating African art within Islamic art. Mm. You must know, think that the African continent is probably about 60% uh, Islamic, mm. uh, and, and uh, more and more people uh, are now the Somalis here, the Ethiopians here, the Malawians here, mm. uh, many, many um, uh, of our African brothers and sisters from, from West Africa here. And they are starting to kind of infiltrate, them, if I may put it in quotes, mm. in quotes uh, the, the kind of art form that they would then bring uh, to South Africa, and that's starting to emerge within uh, the art forms that we now see uh, that, that's kind of uh, developing uh, over a period of time. And that's exciting. Mm. Uh, in fact, well, what we would going to be doing this year still is to go into the townships and, and, and take the art form into the townships and have uh, workshops with uh, the youngsters uh, to start introducing them to something that they had no knowledge of mm. uh, and would start to say that this is something that, that we think we would like to do. So that's part of, of, uh, of, of the work that we, we're trying to do at the Southampton Foundation. 
before I run uh, out of time, uh, Shabadeen, le- let's quickly get to the gala fundraiser that you're going to be hosting next month. I don't want to miss the opportunity uh, to mm-hmm. inform the folks about that. Yes, absolutely. Please, you know, we're asking as many people to join us. We we, we had a very, very successful uh, banquet uh, in 2018, and the plan was to have, have another in 2020. Mm. And then as, you know, uh, nature would go, uh, COVID hit us, and uh, you know we I was going to, have to cancel, mm. postpone, postpone until we got uh, like a kind of uh, a clearer view that we can now have one this year. So on the 23rd, uh, sorry, the 25th of February, mm. uh, Saturday the evening, we're going to host another banquet of, of a similar kind, where artists will be displaying their works of various kinds and so on, and we'll have different art forms. Uh, by different people and have talks around different art forms with by the different people. So that's part of, of raising funds to, to have workshops, uh, you know, with, with people mm. uh, across the peninsula and if possible even, you know, send some of our artists uh, to to uh, uh, to the uh, other centres. Mm. In fact, I must tell you, we did design a quote uh, in art form that has uh, all the history of, of um, uh, South Africa on a quote mm. uh, that had Arabic script on it. It was displayed, believe it or not, by by Ezekiel Museums uh, at the Bokap Museum for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and attracted thousands of people to come and see both the quote that was unique. It's, in, in our view, it's, it's, it's a world first. Mm. Uh, designed and, and put together by uh, local artists and other, obviously, uh, you know, works of art by different artists uh, in, in Cape Town and in, from other centers. So 25 uh, February uh, this month uh, in Cape Town, if you're flying down, please visit us. It'll be fantastic to host you, and uh, perhaps you'll get a better understanding of the form. Awesome stuff. Uh, Shabadeen, thank you so much uh, for enlightening us a little bit more about the work that you're doing with the South African Foundation for Islamic Art. And uh, 25th February is uh, the date for that gala fundraiser. If you find yourself in Cape Town or you have plans to be in Cape Town roundabout then, you can definitely uh, find them on Facebook and get all the relevant details. Uh, it should be Absolutely. a beautiful evening of discussion.